Womenology podcast. Sarah. We're back. We are. We're Hi. back. Back again. <laughs> Here we are. You had a hell of a week last week. I did. <laughs> there was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. <laughs> Sorry, we skipped last week. That last week was... So you were back to work? Um, well, I mean, I, I have been working from home this whole time, and I'm mm-hmm. still working from home, but it's... Uh, it's it's kicking off a new academic year, and I'm supposed to be planning a lot of things right mm-hmm. now in preparation for this new academic year. But the problem is that, as far as I can tell, no college in America really has a plan for yeah. how any of this is going to unfold. Yeah. <laughs> so that must have made your job fairly difficult. I mean, I would, yeah, I would say that that's an ongoing struggle. <laughs> <laughs> that's an ongoing struggle. Yep. Uh, yeah, I have to say, right now, I'm, uh, I'm having a bit of an anxiety attack. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Sure. But yeah, and I don't. I'm trying to pinpoint why. Um, I don't know. I think I get very anxious before I have to teach workshops. Mm. Um, I. I just get very, very anxious, but I also think just in general, I, you know, I, I had sort of not an epiphany, but you and I have been talking about how I don't want this to be my life. You know, I'm 51 years old and I don't want to be, you know, running singles events Okay. Um, for, I just don't. What's the workshop but, you're about to teach? Uh, how to write an online dating profile. Okay. Uh, and... I just came to the realization, I embraced that saying that nothing changes if nothing changes. Right. And so I have to free up some time so that I can write or so that I can just do something else. Yes. And the speed dating events just drain me. Drain me. Hmm. They're, they're very customer service oriented, right? Yeah, and there's just a lot out of my control. You know, we send like two or three reminders the day of, really explicit instructions, and people don't follow them. Or right. the platform, there's a glitch with the, t- you know, the platform and like a technical glitch, and it's just very stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, making sure that I have equal men and women, and, you know, I, I just. It's just too much. It's just very, very stressful, yeah. and it, it takes kind up. Of tedious. It, if look, here's the thing. With offline speed dating, I could make you know five or six hundred dollars an event. Okay. So it was sort of worth it. That's not what's happening with the online speed dating. See, we can't charge as much because the overhead is lower. Yes, I'm and, familiar with that because I work in academia. <laughs> <laughs> weirdly people don't want to pay as much right so um that means you know we make much less revenue and this platform that we use we have to pay per person mm-hmm. and to have an evenish gender ratio i always have to comp in men or women so i'm paying for these people to do this event oh yeah, yeah. and it's just all of it. It's just, it's a lot and I don't want to do it anymore, sure. but I also can't not do it because I need that revenue. So right. I'm slowly trying to transition into something else and leave the speed dating behind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, 
I've just been thinking I need like my life is it's a grind and I don't want it to be a grind anymore. I want to do something else. Yeah. So, Are you still going to do that um, screenwriting class? Yes. Workshop? Yeah. Good. When yeah, that's start? really. Uh, it's in it's in the summer. It starts in uh, August. Okay. Um, Isn't it weird that this is the summer? <laughs> we're already in July. I know. It's just all blended together. I mean. To some extent, I think you should give yourself a little bit of a break with life being a grind because I I think the nature of living right now is just like getting by. We're just surviving and trying to wait this out. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. In any case, let's talk about real assholes. (laughs) (laughs) In, In addition to Carolyn Calloway, you have gotten me hooked on... A, it's a subreddit. Am I the asshole? Yes. <laughs> yes. There's Why a, don't you? Re- there's an active um, Twitter community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I sent you a particularly good one. Well, I send yeah. these all the time, but <laughs> the particularly good one. Uh, yeah. Would you like me to read it? Please do. <clears throat> Am I the asshole for exposing a family secret and making my mom cry? So I have a brother, James, and a sister-in-law, Maggie. They are pretty unhappy in their marriage, but they stay together for their kids. They both have a very strained relationship with my parents, and as a result, my other sister's kids are very obviously favored, and this hurts James's kids. The reason for this favoritism is an affair 19 years ago. My mom is pretty narcissistic, and it got to the point that all three of her kids were sick of it. When James married Maggie, my mom treated her like the daughter she never had. They were very playful in a kind of weird way. And I remember one Christmas, Maggie got drunk and had a little cake fight with my mom and put the cake down her dress. I guess my dad always wanted a threesome, and my mom said no. But one night when James and Maggie were staying with them, he went out and they were all drinking together. My mom and Maggie hooked up, and my dad just watched. When James found out, it was a shit show. (laughs) My parents showed zero remorse. The only reason he didn't go no contact was family money. We recently had a family dinner and James's kids were upset when they found out that my parents were planning on taking the other grandkids to Aruba before the pandemic. I couldn't take it anymore, so I told them the reason my parents don't see them more. Maggie ran off, and my mom burst into tears, and my dad kicked me out of the house. Am I the asshole? (laughs) Edited to add that the kids are 20, 17, and 15. Okay. Uh, (laughs) um, There's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to unpack. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that person's an asshole, I'm going to say. Really? Yes. One that the one that exposed the family secret is the asshole. Yeah. No. <laughs> no I don't think so. <laughs> Why do you think they are? Why? Yeah. Because <sighs> Why do I think that? Because I just don't feel like like what are you hoping to gain? Like you did it because you don't like your mother and that's fine. That's fine. You're being petty. And you created a fuck ton of drama for this. 
You know, your kids are old enough where you could be able to say, look, you know, yeah, they favor them. They favor the other kids. It sucks, but it is what it is. Just get over it. (laughs) Okay. I just don't. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't see. I don't. I don't know. Like, like, you're, you're like, not only you've like possibly traumatizing your kids, you're destroying like your, your brother's marriage. You're embarrassing your parents, your father. And it doesn't sound like he has a bad relationship with his father. So like, what the fuck? Okay. All right. Well, counterpoint. <laughs> counterpoint. <laughs> The parents are embarrassing themselves by acting sloppy. Uh, and if they didn't want that family secret to come to light, they shouldn't have done it. Uh, also, well, James needs to grow a pair it, and just separate himself from the family money. I'm sorry. I, I would imagine it sucks to walk away from family money. But my God, this is dysfunctional to the nth degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I, I don't know. I just think this person's not the asshole. Yeah, I we're gonna we're gonna. The kids are old enough. I mean, you know, no one wants to hear that about their grandma. <laughs> That's gross. But yeah. uh, also, you know, don't act gross, grandma. How about that? I mean, maybe take your kids aside and tell them. <laughs> don't tell them like in front of everybody. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, maybe pick your moment a little bit better and you're less of an asshole. Maybe. But I have to respect the person who who just can't take the secrecy and the lie anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. with a family secret. Well, really with any family secret. Like, I, I think family secrets are dumb. And yeah. ultimately, these things come to light, right? So yeah, I just want to talk about them. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel about this. Yeah, I can. I mean, I guess I get it. I guess I get it. I just, uh, I don't know. Family drama is always going to, I'm always going to, I think, I'm not going to be as objective when it comes to family drama. I think I'm always going to be like, why'd you have to do that? Just keep your fucking mouth shut. (laughs) Why are you causing more problems? So I can't be objective when it comes to family drama, I think. Well, it seems like this didn't cause any more problems though right i mean these these problems were already there right like the the brother's marriage was already failing the parents were already extremely uh dysfunctional and disrespectful of boundaries mm-hmm. it just it seems like nothing new was initiated here other than the you know the family secret came to light that's it nothing changed mm, okay we're going to, I think we're just going to agree to disagree on this one. I just, I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting question. I thought it was fucking bizarre when I read it. I'm like, what? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like it is, it, that's dysfunction at its finest. And the lack of boundaries is staggering. Yeah. I, I couldn't even like my sisters are terrible with boundaries, but like, I'm pretty sure none of them would ever, you know, have sex with my partner. Sure. Like, I I can't even, I I can't even picture like that lack of boundaries. Well, and what makes this person not the asshole to me, I think hinges on the fact that 
they're they're out they're calling out their parents. Yeah. And I understand that, you know, parents are human beings. They're gonna make yeah. mistakes. This isn't a mistake. <laughs> this is this a isn't an oopsie. Call. This isn't an oopsie. Yeah. I I get that. I do. I do. Yeah, I don't know. Also, your your kids are your kids forever, right? So like even even when your children are adults, to be this flagrantly disregarding their feelings and disrespecting them to this degree. No. You know, I never really considered that. I never really considered. And, you know, I, and I think that's a testament to, or that's a statement of how we don't take, you know, she hooked up with her son's wife. And I think we think it's okay because it was a woman. I mean, I didn't. (laughs) I I, think it's okay. And I think that might be why I'm kind of like that aspect of it didn't even occur to me. Hmm. And I do wonder if that's because, oh, well, it's not like she was really cheating. She was just hooking up with a woman. Not It's not like it, she was hooking up with a dude. Yeah. So that, what is that about? I think that's something I need to like really examine. Like, that's why do I see that as different? ingrained culturally. We seem to think like vaginas don't count. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> in general, good night, everybody, thank you for joining. <laughs> thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Thank you All for coming to our TED all vaginas matter all genitals matter okay <laughs> okay speaking of genital genitals yeah. genitals <laughs> let's talk pregnancy for a second sure i i would love to okay so we had the we had i sent you a letter and it's from slate yeah and And it is from a woman who uh, is wondering if maybe she made a mistake Mm -hmm. and uh, is asking, I don't know, whoever this person is, dear Prudy or Karen Fing, is this this that Nicole Cliff that that writes this? I think it's a couple different people. Yeah, I have to say I don't like Nicole Cliff, but whatever. Um, So here's the letter. I'm a straight woman in my 20s and until recently was dating a man in his early 30s. Despite our chemistry, he broke up with me because he wants to have children and I don't, not in the near or distant future. I do not dislike children. I have worked as a teacher and a librarian with kids of all ages and enjoyed it. I simply don't want any of my own and I have always been vocal to my partners about this, but until now I have mostly dated men closer to my age for whom that might not be a big issue yet. This experience with the somewhat older man has left me questioning my worth as a romantic partner. Mm. While I'm not interested in being a mother, I am very interested in a long-term relationship, and I'm wondering if as I get older and all the men I date are out of their 20s, my answer to do you want to have kids will make me undesirable to them. The men I am attracted to are caring, thoughtful, and nurturing. It's no surprise that... that once such men are in their 30s, they would want to be dads and would be great at it. I guess the reason I am writing this to you is that I'm wondering what your thoughts are on changing your mind about starting a family because you love someone. If one partner is unsure about having kids but does so anyway, is the whole thing doomed from the start? Is a sacrifice of values just a model for the sacrifices you would make for your kids? signed not really maternal and i have to say this response really irritated me why 
Well, because here's, here's the response. Well, for starters, my thoughts on changing your mind about starting a family because you love someone are don't have kids if you don't want kids, no matter how in love you are with someone. But at the end of your letter, you switch your language from not wanting to have kids to unsure about, and you are also still young, which makes me pretty sure you aren't as sure as you start out claiming to be, even without the linguistic shift. That bothers me. Okay. Because you feel like the the prudy in this case is undermining the um, ability to make autonomous decisions of the of the writer. Yes. Yes. Big words, big SAT words. Yes. Okay. I feel as though if, when a woman says, I don't want kids now or in the distant future, I don't see that in any way wavering. Yeah. She knows she doesn't want to have kids. Yeah. And that's that. And okay. I don't think we should fill women's head with the, well, you know, you, you, you're young and, you know, you, may, right. you might change. You know what? No, don't do that. If a woman says, yeah, I don't want to have kids. Okay. And that's it. If she comes to that on her own a few years later, like, oh, maybe I do. Great. But saying to a woman, oh, you might change your mind when you get older. Right. Is, is undermining it. And it's condescending. And the other thing I can't, not that I can't stand it, but I understand why we do it, is when women say, you know, I don't want kids, but I like kids. Hey, guess yeah. what? I don't want kids and I don't like kids. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to. You don't, you don't have, have to, to like kids. It. <laughs> you don't have to qualify it. Like, yeah. oh, I was a librarian and I was this and I was a teacher. Th that's great, but it's okay for you to not like kids. It's it okay. Is. They are dirty, smelly, whiny, loud, needy <laughs> little creatures. Money vacuums. Money vacuums. <laughs> Money vacuums. <laughs> it's a poor a, investment. <laughs> no, there's no return on investment unless no. they're going to let you move in when you get older. That's right. it. <laughs> right. Or if they like end up a professional athlete. <laughs> right. And they give you half their money. Uh, so I feel as though if you don't want to have kids – that's okay. Don't qualify it. But do not second guess that decision yeah. because you're afraid you're going to end up alone. Because, because spoiler alert, you don't need a guy to have kids. <laughs> that is true. Right? That like, is true. Let's say you do come to this point of, oh, I'm 35. And because, because I, like, I agree that not wanting kids is going to make dating harder for you. It just is. And that was one of a myriad of reasons why I struggled with dating because I never wanted kids. And I yeah. knew that. And it's very, it's hard. It's hard because you either get judged for it and people think you're like detached or cold right. or selfish. And you know what? I am selfish. Fuck you. I don't, I'm not going to apologize because I don't want to give up my time and my independence. Good. And if that makes me selfish, fine. I um, mean, the, the whole selfish thing is, it's two sides of the same coin, right? Mm -hmm. It's like the, both sides of this argument lob this accusation at the other, and mm -hmm. both are selfish, right? Because if you choose not to have kids because you just don't want to, that can very easily be regarded as selfish right mm -hmm. but on the flip side 
having kids just because you want to, despite the fact that the world is on fire, <laughs> among other reasons, right, can also be regarded as selfish. Yeah. I When I read this letter, I picked up on an ambivalence. And I think what's happening is both you and I are projecting <laughs> onto this letter writer mm-hmm. because... You saw the response as a way of undermining her certainty, and I saw the response as a way of picking up on that linguistic shift to identify uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot more people are ambivalent or just unsure than we really talk about. I'm, I mean, but again, I am projecting and I'll, I mean, I know I'm doing that. <laughs> so I, I just, I remain uncertain about it. And my husband has had a vasectomy, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I know that I don't want to have kids. Um, and I know that when I think about the reality of have like parenting rationally, it's not, I don't know. I just feel, I still feel ambivalent about it. And so that's, mm-hmm. I think that's possible. But I also think that when you are negotiating, because that's really what this is, mm-hmm. when you're negotiating with a partner and talking about it, you need to be very honest about your ambivalence and just say, like, I really don't know where mm-hmm. I'm going to land on this. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you and- have to be prepared to leave if, if one day you wake up very certain or the other person wakes up very certain and your um, decisions don't agree with one another, because yeah. that's definitely a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had a speed dating event about two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. And it was for, I think ages 45 to 59. Mm-hmm. And this one guy, first he registered for an event the day before, which is for ages 35 to 52. Okay. And he's in, or excuse me, I think it was, whatever it was, it was like 30 to 47 or something like that, something in that area. And he's in his early 60s. And he said, he signed up for this one event, and I contacted him and I said, I'm sorry, you're too far outside the age range. We can't Mm -hmm. let you do this event. And he said, well, that's not fair. You know, um, I, I said, I can put you in the 45 to 59 event tomorrow. That's happening tomorrow. No, I, I want to start. Going. Yeah, I want to start a family. <laughs> yeah, I. D- okay. Well. <laughs> I, 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 um, you can't. This is. I'm usually a very artic- articulate person, and I honestly, there was that. I had to be professional, but that yeah. there was that woman in me that was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> of course <laughs> of course there was <laughs> you know that's a reasonable response my response was unreasonable no your response was reasonable oh okay yeah i mean yeah. In, I incredulity is reasonable <laughs> yeah and so uh the i don't even know where i was going with this other than you know when it comes to kids and age and people say on their when they you know fudge their age on their dating profile or if some guy you know who's 45 or 50 wants to date women in their 30s like as as much as I as far back as my eyes roll into my head when I see a 50 year old willing to date you know a 35 year old or 35 to 45 um my friend Jess 
Jessica, actually, she said this to me once and she said, you know, like everybody, they're allowed to want to have kids and it's not up to us to say, well, you know, you, you don't get that now. They you are know, allowed. What? And I'm allowed to think it's gross that they are pursuing women as human incubators. Right. For the sole purpose of procreating. Right. Yeah, it's it, it's it's gross. Um, but there's like I can't say to a guy that's not that's completely inappropriate. It's not my place. Right. You know, um, that's like when people want to lie about their age, you know, let's say they're 45 and then they, they want to say they're 37. I'm like, look, it's one thing if you're 50 and you want to say you're 47. Sure. But that's like closer. That's closer. <laughs> if if you're if we're talking fertility years, like don't go fucking around with that. Like don't go wasting somebody's time. Um, and, and the same thing for a guy. You know, if you're in your late 40s and early 50s and you're lying about being in your early 40s because you want to date someone in her mid-30s so you can have kids, she's probably not going to want a 50-year-old father for her child. Don't go fucking with her, like, with those with that time. That's her time, and it's valuable time. Right. Don't go... Well, she's going to find out eventually. Right. Yeah, it, she is. going to find out your age. I mean... <laughs> Uh, you know, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how many people can get away with that. Before um, they impregnate somebody, you don't think <laughs> the age would come to light? Uh, I, I, I think it's very possible you can get away with lying about it. Hmm. I, I, Well, I shouldn't say that with the internet. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Like, well, who knows? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, in any case, go ahead. What were, uh, what were you saying? We, uh, so a couple of things. Uh, I the the whole like oh well you'll change your mind thing is possible people do change their minds mm -hmm. um for instance in my 20s i dumped a guy that i liked a lot because he had had a vasectomy he didn't want to have kids well <laughs> a couple of years ago he had his vasectomy reversed and had kids with someone else so mm -hmm. People do change their minds. Yes, and isn't it great that men can get a vasectomy and have that reversed? It is. But women, we get our tubes tied and we can't just, you know. Well, yeah, there's there's no undoing it. Yeah, there's no undoing um, no, it. I, I, I mean, I would say, yeah, that is that is great. As usual, what men get to have their cake and eat it too, because of course they do. Right. <laughs> well, of course they do, yeah. Um, not that a, a vasectomy is like a cakewalk. I think it's... I mean, it sounds pretty mm -hmm. unpleasant. <laughs> not as unpleasant right. as having a Yeah, definitely not as unpleasant. But so that was so that was thing one. Thing two I wanted to bring up is just can we talk about what a flex having kids is? What a flex? At this point. At this point in our stage of late capitalism. <laughs> because I, uh, what I would urge of, of everyone is to be ruthlessly objective about whether or not you want to have kids. And I think it really should come down to like, do you want kids to have kids or do you want to have kids because in some ways they're a status symbol, they're going to carry on your legacy, if you think it's going to strengthen your bond with your mate, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. Um, cause maybe those, maybe one or two of those things will come to pass. I don't know. But what I do know <laughs> is that they cost yeah. a fuck ton of money. Yeah. 
And I also know that economic mobility is not really a thing. So like wherever you are, when you have kids, you're probably going to stay there. So is having kids going to seriously impact and worsen your lifestyle? Yeah. Do you still want them? Do you want kids if you have to raise them alone? Yeah. Because you might. Yeah. That might. Someone could die. Someone gets sick. Yeah. It's. I mean, I think that's what it comes down to, for me. Like, and that's and that's why I remain ambivalent at best. Uh-huh. It's like sometimes it seems okay, uh-huh. <laughs> okay to enjoyable somewhere on that spectrum. <laughs> and as I see people who are a little bit older than me interacting with their uh, teenagers or adult children. Uh-huh. Yes, that seems rewarding, right? Mm-hmm. To have raised a human. Like, it seems amazing to see how they turn out. I am a little jealous. But I also know I can't I can't afford it, man. Yeah. <laughs> how much is college going to cost? $100,000 a year or more? Yeah. By the time, how much is daycare? 1500 bucks a month? Oh, God. How much is private school if you're doing that? I mean, you just, like... I, I don't know. People, I would encourage you to think about these things. Yeah, really, really think that. <laughs> and whether or not you can pay these bills alone, because you might have to. Yeah. And that's my TED Talk on having kids. <laughs> Luca, I don't know what is going on with her. She's getting into everything. Why are you doing this? <laughs> That is weird. She's got a new curiosity today, huh? Yeah, she's... I don't know. I don't know. I think she's... Maybe the cats ate something new. Well, she probably... I have treats in my bag that I take when I go uh, dog walking. But in any case, whatever. Well, there's the answer. What? There's the, the answer. answer. Yeah, that's my girl. That's my girl, huh, buddy? <laughs> I can relate. Right? Girl. Girl. Say hi. (laughs) What is wrong with you? Okay, weirdo, stop. Okay. Uh, I'll edit this out. She's got the emotional zoomies. (laughs) The emotional zoomies. She really is. There's just something about her, man. There's just something about her. I I don't know. That just makes her so goddamn enjoyable to watch and to be around. Okay. You know, that's that's another thing about having kids. I think this is the final thing. But just because a man is affectionate mm-hmm. <laughs> and nurturing yeah. doesn't necessarily mean he's gonna be a good you have to make him bad. Why don't you just get a pet? Just get a pet. How about a or just foster or <sighs> there's right. there's so many so many kids that need a home. Mm-hmm. You know? Ugh. So yeah, I'm. I'm not like if I had more money, I would totally think of fostering. One hundred percent, you know, absolutely. So if I ever, that is one of the things I've been coming up with a list of things I want to do over the next few years. And if I had money, yeah, I definitely want to be a foster parent. That's really what a lot of decisions come down to. Unfortunately, yeah. like I, I hate to encourage people to you know reduce everything to economics but if you're mad about it i mean i don't know what to tell you take it up with capitalism (laughs) it's not my decision it's not our fault 
Um, okay. Now we're going to move on to something that just so deeply, deeply, deeply pissed me off on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I think I, a couple of weeks ago, I told you that I was doing some research on some of these writers on Medium. <laughs> you did. I did. And so I sent you what I came up with. Now, what I, what I learned was that this one woman and this one guy... Um, they both write really graphic erotica for medium. They do. They do. <laughs> I can confirm. And so uh, through some Googling, it, I found that those these two know each other, that they teach fitness. They like lead fitness retreats together. Great. Great, great for them. I'm happy. I love that for them. And, you know, <clears throat> that just struck me as odd. <laughs> so... I looked into their, you know, their archives and their writing mirrored each other. You know, she would write how to find the perfect dom and he would write how to find the perfect sub. And they have a lot of shared interests. They have interest. a lot of shared interests. And, and one of them was a rape fantasy. Great. Great. And so I'm looking at this and it occurred to me, um, one of them is writing the erotica, not both. Right, right. And I'm going to mm -hmm. guess it's the dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why you think that. Right. So on Friday, uh, I don't know where it was on my homepage. I don't know what it was. I don't know how I saw it. It was an article by Matilda Swinney. Mm -hmm. And it's called, what is it called? My teacher, my teacher punished me, my teacher punished for, being me for being a bad girl. Yep. And the picture is of what, it, you know, the girl in the little, the little plaid miniskirt and the white Peter Pan top and with the glasses. And it's this incredibly graphic erotica about a young girl who goes into her headmaster's office and he has sex right. with her um, to punish her. I, like, it's very... Un well, he rapes her. Okay, now help me explain this to me. Explain to me why this why this is rape. Because what what first got me was the age. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This girl is she's in school. He's a headmaster. I'm looking at the picture. I you know I read it. I'm like, how old is this girl? Because come on, what the fuck are we really doing here? It says that she's barely 18. Right. She says, um, what's the line? Oh, here it is. Uh, I, think it's in, I think it's in reference to the mean girls. Yeah. They had all just turned I was a late bloomer. My whole class had finished with puberty a year or so ago. We were 18 after all. But for some unknown reason, my boobs were only just growing in. Now, the we were all 18 after all line clearly thrown yeah. in to justify this yes. fucking story. Yeah, I felt the same way about the condom detail. Yeah. That kind of gave me a little whiplash. Yeah. Too. And it's like thrown in there so that people go, well, what about safe sex or what about da 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 da? Uh, yeah. So I, when I first read it, I did not see the age. Now it could have been there. Um, I didn't see it. I think because that well, picture. I think that's. Yeah, well, it's deliberate, right? It's, I mean, like the whole point is the, the naughty schoolgirl fantasy right. right like you're not supposed to focus on the age. right 
Exactly. So I sent a tweet to Medium and I said, what the fuck is this? I'm like, is, you know, sex with an underage girl? And I CC right. the only editor that I knew. And so she replied and she said, and her name was Jessica Lovejoy. And she replies and says, hi, Kristen. Um, this wasn't published on Fearless, she wrote. So I don't know if you tagged me by accident. And I replied and said, <laughs> She's, she, I'm going to send it up the yeah. Yeah. Um, and I replied, I said, I CC'd you because you're the only editor I know. And then for some reason, these two other editors decide to jump in. You're telling me there are people at, in charge at Medium? I, I, they, they must, they're like editors for these bullshit publications. Yeah. Um, okay. So they start like kind of ganging up on me a bit. And one sure. of them replies and says, um, Okay, but you know Jessica. Jessica doesn't work for. Da, 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 hold on. Um, but it's not about an underage girl. You know, Matilda Swinney right. clarifies that the young woman in the story is eighteen years old. And then right. And I. Uh, and then another one. And then I replied and said, "Read the comments. If that clarification clarification was put in there, it was done after it was published." And Maggie or Mag is writing says, I don't care about the comments. I read the story that you linked. In that story, it says the girl is 18. And regardless, that still has nothing to do with Jess Lovejoy. She's not a medium cop. And it's like, first of all, why are you getting involved? Second of all, well, yeah. bitch, this is, I mean, go ahead. they just, she just told you, right? The answer is, I don't care about the comments, right? right? Meaning, I, I don't care that people are enjoying this because of the implications i mean that's it right um right i, I have no scruples right that's, basically that's and then she uh, and i said read the comments because the comments one comment compares the story to lolita so that tells you right uh -huh. there yeah, like it said oh it this does. evokes a lolita and another comment's like nope this is rape Right. And she said, I don't care about the... Which is also true of Lolita. Right. I don't care about the comments. I read the story that you linked. Da, da, da. She's not a medium cop. She runs her own publication. She doesn't control what gets put on others. And it's like, okay, again, why are you getting involved? Like, I explained why I CC'd her. And the only reason why I'm even, like, I'm just responding to you guys. It's not... I don't know. I don't know why you're all getting well, involved. Because they want to shut you down. Right. I thought that was clear. And then she replied again and said, erotica isn't for everyone, for sure, but your tweets seem very targeted at Matilda Swinney in a way that could be con constituted as harassment. N oh, Now, yeah. this, is where, this is where I'm going to get angry. First of all, erotica isn't for everyone is just the equivalent of don't be so uptight. Yes. You know. Right. Or, or don't kink shame. Don't kink shame or, or whatever. Sort. I don't give a fuck about the erotica. I care about I care about two things. One, that, in, that this young girl is being coerced into sex by a man with power and influence. Right. And two, you fucking dumb assholes, a guy wrote that. A man is profiting. For sure. A man fucking wrote that. <laughs> you have to be sure. fucking stupid to read that and go, no way. No yeah, way. For sure a man wrote that. For sure a man wrote that. And... Yeah. So that just do we, you want to talk about why? Do we want to talk about why? Um, because that's a male fantasy. It's not a woman's fantasy. Oh well, I don't. I don't know about that. Um, 
But I can tell you that only a man would think <laughs> that a 18-year-old woman or young lady <laughs> with size 32E breasts might forget to wear a bra. <laughs> Sir, have you met a woman before? <laughs> do you understand boobs? Yeah, do you understand how boobs work? I don't think you do. <laughs> That's not how this works. 32E? That's right. Just the whole thing. Like, that's, which, that's another thing. Like, that's not, that's the size of maybe, like, three or four people in the world. But the number 32 doesn't usually go with E. And you would know that right. if you understood. Right. I, I read my Right. Case. 32E. Do you understand what E is? Do you know how wide your fucking back has to be? He definitely doesn't. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he does not understand. Right. That, the dude wrote that. and For sure. <laughs> and not only that. But this guy is supposed, the guy, It's his name is Steve Halsell. And I'm telling you right now, he's writing all the graphic porn under this chick's name. And that's he's doing it to write under a woman's name so he can publish that shit. Yeah. Well, he writes it under his, he writes porn under his own name as well. But he also writes it under the, this chick. Right. Well, this is a thing uh, that I read about recently that male authors of all genres are doing. They will adopt a pseudonym. Uh, of a woman's name or something like gender neutral to give themselves an air of credibility <laughs> when they write female narrators or soft porn. Yeah. And you know what? I get that. But um, you know what? I do get it. And fuck it. I don't agree with it. You telling me that you've lived your entire life as, as a dude. And now, now you're going to steal something else from women. The one thing that we might have an edge yep. That's one right. of the few things we might have an edge over. And you're like, yeah, I'm a dude. Mm -hmm. I'm a white guy. I'm going to come in. I'm going to take that too. Yeah, that's correct. It's <laughs> a it's a real problem in um, the genres of like uh, thrillers and horror. Uh -huh. Because most of the consumers of that content are women. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you know, women like to read female authors mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. Some of them even seek them out, yeah. right? Um, so yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. Yeah, and this mag is writing said um, technically the girl is eighteen. So technically, technically now she's not an editor <laughs> of that pub though, and technically the girl in the story is eighteen. Now use of the word technically in this context is an unspoken way to say I find this problematic. Well, of course, of it course is it is problematic. Of course it's problematic. Now, I don't give a fuck that Medium wants to post not safe for work content. I don't care if you want to post porn. And, and please don't ever come at me with this, you know, oh, erotica isn't for any, everybody. I used to teach fucking blowjob classes. Don't even try to imply that I'm uptight or that I'm frigid or whatever. Just don't. Right. And that's a shitty way to try and shame a woman because she finds something offensive. And it's awful that it was done to her by other women. Or by her, I mean me. So fuck you bitches for that, first of all. Second of all, if you want to post this kind of content, you have to be take responsibility. You can't just let anybody fucking post this shit. There's got to be... I find 
medium to be very confusing as a medium because <laughs> to to me erotica porn soft porn whatever whatever you want to call it is frivolous and for this to be posted and exist alongside uh people that ostensibly take themselves very seriously mm-hmm. in dispensing psychological advice mm-hmm. is confusing to me yeah it what is the website can anyone explain well the, the website is basically it's a content farm where they bamboozle writers into thinking hey if you just stick with it and add more and more content you'll get paid well well exactly but i mean it's like the internet equivalent of tj Maxx. it's like over here we got a soap dish <laughs> and over here we got 32 e bras and what what is this store <laughs> Why does it have everything? Just do a couple things well. Yeah, exactly. And so I don't, uh, I don't uh, respect any platform that allows, first of all, like stuff about mental illness, stuff about trauma, uh, porn. It has to be regulated in some way. It, or maybe not regulated, but you have to, you have to manage it. You have to be responsible because shit like this should not be published on your platform. I mean, you don't have to be responsible. I mean, sure, you don't have to. But you want to. Yeah. Right, but you're going to want to be responsible because that's... I, you would think. <laughs> but like you said, it's just, it's a content farm, right? And the whole purpose of it is to generate clicks and engagement and yada yada. Yeah. Yeah, and there's just a ton of like... There's a ton of phantom writers on there and they mostly write porn and they, t- oh, come to my, you know, subscribe to my sub stack. And again, it's dudes. It's, I'm telling you right now, it's dudes. Yeah. It's dudes writing as women. I mean, I'm comforted by the knowledge that this story is not real, at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least it's just somebody's imagination. Well, this guy, Steve Halsell, he's a trainer and he wrote an article mm-hmm or an essay, a graphic essay, whatever, uh, about getting aroused around a client. I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck are we doing here? Great. What the fuck are we doing here? Great. That's, that's going to make women feel really eager to go to the gym. Right? Like, come, like why are we... Th- this isn't okay. Why are you allowing it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't... I don't know that adults can consent, right? Like the gym thing is obviously way different than this school Mm -hmm. thing, but also, I mean, it is, it is a little gross. It is a little gross. (laughs) You don't know whether someone would consent, right? Well, until you're already turned on by your client right? And in this case. I also don't understand, like, how are you running a business as a trainer when you put shit like this out there? Who's hiring you? I guess people don't, I mean, they probably don't look into it, right? They probably look at his background as a trainer and that's it. I guess so. I guess so. I I mean, I I think I would. It wouldn't occur to me to wonder. Really? About the rest of his life. I don't know. Well, I, I think if you go to his Twitter page... Like he reposts. Oh, is yeah. It all, is it all yeah. <laughs> oh, that's and this is what, that's an interesting choice. That's, that's yeah, that's interesting. Like that's why I'm saying I, I don't like. I wonder if these people just lent their identities. 
Hmm. I, don't I don't know. Something's not right here. Something's not right here. And you definitely they definitely have men writing softcore porn as women. Yes. Yes. So, ladies, <laughs> um, fuck you. That's a dude who wrote that, and it's rape. For sure. Like, yeah. uh, now, how does it? What con? What? What about that story constitutes rape? Well, in my mind, a person can't enthusiastically consent if there is such an extreme power differential, and this story goes to great lengths to highlight that differential. Yeah. Which to me is what makes it rape. Yeah, there it's not enthusiastic consent. It's just, ugh, just go thirty, thirty two e. <laughs> She'd fall over. You, you, yeah. I mean that. I mean that is the giveaway. I'm sorry. Yeah. That is how you know a man wrote this. <laughs> oh, so anybody who wants to write a comment on that post and say no way, and keep in mind. <laughs> So last week before this whole thing went happened, um, I wrote a comment on, she wrote an essay, something about writing. And I said, um, oh, she was talking about how she gets shit for writing about sex. And I said, I don't care that you write about sex. I said, I do care that you don't write half the stuff that you, that you put your name to. And I zing. And I said, <laughs> you're associated with this guy and here's how I know. And here's the page and da, 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 da. And yep. not only did she, Crickets. not only did she delete my comment and block me, but he blocked me. Oh, yeah. That's, yep. yep. <laughs> that, tracks. that tracks. So. You know how else I know a man wrote this? Sorry, I just, I would just was skimming this again. Something else stands out to me. Uh, this, this dialogue. When a girl has big tits and doesn't wear a bra, they may be seen as a slut. Only a man would Only say man that. Only a man would say that. Yeah. Big tits and no brush, she may be seen as a slut. Well, no, you don't think a woman would say that? No. You don't think so? I I, I mean, I, I guess it's not impossible, but it just, it doesn't, something about it to me doesn't feel yeah, right. Yeah, and I, I knew something was off when I read, I read a piece about writing from this Matilda Swinney, and she said, now, like, this woman's supposedly pregnant with a toddler, and she says, now I write. She's pregnant with a toddler? Yeah. Like she's pregnant and she has a toddler? Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, what a horror story. <laughs> That's like Black Mirror shit. Sorry about that. <laughs> so um, she wrote something and said, oh, you know, I write, how do, you know, people ask me how I write so much. And I just, I write two hours a day. And she, now she churns out content, like, Day yeah. after day. I'm like, two hours a day. She's like, and I write, and I edit, uh, and I rewrite, and I edit again. I'm like, in two hours? Like, there's no fucking way you do this in two hours. There's mm. no way. Right. Now. I would agree I'm with like, that. Like, what? Get the fuck out of here. Especially when you're writing, like, 5,000 words. No, absolutely not. Right. So there's so many things that they write. I'm like, this makes no sense. <laughs> what are you talking about? It can't be, there's, it's, I think it's, as far as the stuff, like, it's like graphic erotica porn, and then why you should use your notes app on your phone. That's what I'm saying. It's like the TJ Maxx of the internet. Right, it's like, what? But no, I'm talking about, this is her archive. This is what she writes. 
well, she's then she's perfect for media. Yeah, I just don't get it. I'm like, so you what? Like, you write about travel, and then you write about writing, and then you write about apps on your phone, and then you write about you know how your boyfriend's like yeah. fucking Christian Grey. Like something's not right here. Something's off. It's very content marketing firm. Right. That's what it feels like. It feels like there are a bunch of people writing this. Uh, yeah, that yeah, that makes you know? sense. And she hardly ever mentioned that she was pregnant. Like that's weird too. That I don't know any pregnant people who act like that. You know, it's weird. Whatever. So no. Uh, I okay. Yeah, the whole thing is... <laughs> Seems like it kind of becomes your central focus. Right. Um, so before we close, we wanted to make a point mm. to... Um, we want to amplify Black voices. And you read a book. Good. That, uh, we want to recommend, and we want to recommend that people follow this author on Twitter and leave yes. great reviews for her book. So, Sarah? Yes. So her Twitter handle is Professor Fleming, and her name is Crystal Marie Fleming. And her book is How to Be Less Stupid About Race. And on Twitter, she specifically said, if you want to support me as an author, leave me a nice review. So read her book, leave her a nice review. And what is her Twitter handle again, please? Professor Fleming. Professor Fleming. Follow her. Is she on Instagram, do you know? I don't know. I would look up, I would look up, look up that handle if, you're, if you are. Go, do go look for her on Instagram. Um, okay. Follow us on the things, Womenology Pod. Send us letters. Please, please, please send us letters, letters, letters. Um, what else? Join the mailing list. Leave us five stars. I, re- I really feel like nobody cares about iTunes anymore, like the ratings on iTunes. Do you notice that? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't leave ratings, so I can't really be mad about it. I just think in general, people are like, it's, I don't know if it's just not a thing anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I think there just are so many podcasts. Yeah, I just no longer hear on the podcasts I listen to, I don't hear the same sort of fervor about, leave us five stars. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. All right, people, thank you for joining in. Wear a mask. Wash your goddamn hands. Wear (laughs) a goddamn mask. uh, And leave us some feedback. Tell us you love us. Follow us on Instagram. And don't forget to wear a bra, please. Especially if you have 32... Jesus right? Christ. It's so easy to forget. How do you walk? <laughs> Bye. Bye.